Welcome back to the Grim and Glamorous podcast, a podcast about pop culture and the paranormal. I am one of your hosts, LBG. Today is Monday, September 5th, 2022. We hope you're having a fine Labor Day. So it's uh, about 100 degrees, maybe a little bit hotter than that here in beautiful, sunny Southern California. So it doesn't quite feel like it's the start of football season, but football season is upon us. So the NFL season starts this Thursday night uh, with the defending champion Los Angeles Rams against the Buffalo Bills. And then Sunday on the 11th, we have a full slate of NFL games in week one. So it's football season, it's fall, it's supposed to be cool weather, so we're not quite there yet. But definitely excited that uh, one of my favorite sports is starting up again. And so yesterday on Sunday, we had our fantasy football draft. Uh, So some friends of mine from high school and college, we do this every year uh, where we have this big event online. Uh, I think one year we did it in person at somebody's house, but um, there's like 10 to 12 people that play in this league every year. And for the most part, it's been the same people. And maybe there's one or two that drop out and we rotate and get new people in. But we've been pretty consistent with it since I think about, I was I was looking back over uh, the records online. Uh, we do it through ESPN's uh, sports app. And I think we started in 2014. So this is going to be like year eight. So it's, uh, I was surprised to learn that we've done eight seasons of this. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. Um, there's, you know, some trash talking and some betting and, um, uh, it's fun. And if you've never done fantasy football or you don't really know too much about it, um, I wanted to do just a quick episode sort of explaining, um, what we do, you know, why it's fun, why it makes football season, uh, so exciting and so action packed, even more so than like, if you're just a normal football fan, I think adding this extra element of uh, fantasy football where you get to play with your friends. Uh, It makes it that much more interesting and exciting. Uh, So much so that even one play or one yard, one point can really make a difference in your season and can mean the difference between making it to the playoffs and winning the championship and uh, and winning some money. So I just kind of wanted to do a short little, you know, quick episode about this. So, um, just to sort of explain if you're not too familiar with how the teams work so uh, there's first a draft so there's an NFL fantasy football draft that you do with your 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 friends Uh, so how we do it in our league is there's 12 teams and we do whoever won last year and got second place third place and you reverse from there uh, goes last so whoever did the worst last season gets the first pick. And so usually what that means is if you if you had for some reason were not didn't do well last year and uh, your team kind of fell apart due to injuries or off the field stuff, which which happens, there's an element of luck that, that's involved. Um, so if for some reason you didn't do too well last year, you get the benefit of picking the better players towards the beginning of the draft. And so, um, and then it goes in reverse order, and then it's called the snake draft. So, the first pick, and uh, starts the draft, and then the twelfth pick, 
the last person to draft, so uh, last year's champion gets the 12th and the 13th pick, so they get back-to-back picks at the end of the draft. So they go 12, 13, and then it reverses from there. Um, so that's why it's called a snake draft, because it's um, uh, the beginning and end sort of doubles up. And how your team is structured is you you fill your team with players, mostly offensive players, uh, and then as they score points and score touchdowns and gain yardage, um, you get you get points as well. And at the end of each week, after all the NFL games are played in one week, so starting with the Thursday night game, the slated games on Sunday, and then there's usually one or two Monday night football games, um, that's considered like one NFL week. And once that's completed, uh, you go head-to-head with somebody uh, that's in your league and on a rotating schedule, and whoever has the most points wins that week. And then, um, and then as you get closer to the end of the regular season, there's what's called the playoffs. So um, whoever has the most wins gets the number one seed, uh, and then you advance uh, through the end of the NFL regular season. And um, if you win in the playoffs, you win the championship. Uh, but then we also we award in our league first, second, and third place. Um, and it depends on every year, but so. Some leagues don't bet money, but some uh, some people do. So since we've been playing in 2014, I think when we first started, it was like everybody puts in like 20 bucks or something. So first place gets, uh, I think it was just like $100 or something. It, it, nothing too, too crazy. But as we've gone on in the years, um, we've added more to it. So this year we're doing like everybody puts in $100. So I haven't done the math, but um, it should be a nice little chunk of change for whoever gets first place and I was looking through uh, my record so last year I got second place and it came down to the last game and I lost by five points which is pretty close Um, so I got second place last year and then I kind of forgot how I was doing before that so I was looking through it so 2021 I got second place the year before that I got third The year prior, I got second place again. 2018, my team was just like riddled with injuries, and I got ninth. But then 2017 and 2016, I went back to back and won both, uh, and and was champion in both of those years. Uh, So this year, um, we had our draft. I feel good about this team. I'm hoping to get back uh, to the championship and reclaim uh, our league's trophy. Um, So that's sort of how the draft works. Um, and then at the end, you know, um, sometimes people will trade players. Um, that's not uncommon. Um, you know, the trades have to be approved by our league commissioner. So the one of my friends who, who's been organizing it since the beginning, and he's been really great about it, um, you know, he collects the money, he keeps track of the, the players and the trades and uh, makes sure that everybody has a fair, a, a fair running of the league. He does a really great job of that. Um, his name is Peter, and um, really longtime friend that I've known since high school, and he does a really excellent job every year. And I know he wants to do an in-person draft for next year, so I'm really looking forward to um, to how we how we do that. Uh, but for this year, I'm really excited about this team. I really like the players uh, that I picked. Um, and so how it works is it's mostly offensive players. So how we do it in our league is there's a quarterback. Um, two running backs, 
two wide receivers, one tight end, a flex spot. So flex is um, you can add either a running back, a wide receiver, or a tight end to sort of this extra spot on your team. And then there's two uh, other positions. So there's a defense special teams spot. And how that works is you get to choose an entire team uh, on defense and special teams. So uh, this year I have the 49ers. Uh, Last year the best one was the Buffalo Bills. So how the scoring works for that is you're automatically awarded when the game starts uh, 10 points. And then as uh, the opposing team scores points or or gains a lot of yards points are deducted from that that 10 and um if you get a sack or an interception or a fumble or the defense scores a touchdown like on a pick six um or you know special teams return for touchdown uh, you know crazy stuff like that does happen uh the defense will gain more points so i was looking back at the championship game from last year uh it was me versus um uh, my friend who got first, and uh, their defense, the Bills' defense, scored 18 points, uh, and so that was like just a crushing uh, on on that end because you know the defense usually it's a hard time to to keep those 10 points because you know it's a scoring league. There's a lot of yards. It's a passing league, so it's uncommon for a defense to keep those full 10 points, but to score even more than that. Uh, and then my kicker didn't score any points and he's been really great all year. So that was just sort of, um, but that's what it comes down to is that's what makes the game so exciting is, um, you end up watching if you can, like if you have Sunday off and you're not working and you can watch the games, like it, it, um, if you keep really good track of your team, which, um, uh, it's hard to do. That's the challenge of fantasy football is if you really want to be good at it and you want to win first, second or third, you really have to be watching the players and see how they're doing, keep track of injuries, swap players in and out each week to make sure that you're putting forward your best team every week. Uh, because sometimes people um, that don't do well in the league that I've noticed in in our league, um, there's always like one or two people that don't really pay attention and uh, and you can tell because, you know, why are they playing an injured player who's not even scheduled to play this week and they're on their ear? Like, you can tell that they're not paying attention, so they, they end up losing. Um, so if that happens, I think when, when, once or twice we've had to swap people out of our league at the end of the season because they're like, oh, I, I can't, you know, um, stay committed to it and I, you know, can't keep track of it. So, you know, we've had people come in and out of the league. Uh, but that's the challenge of it is is keeping track of the players every week and uh, but what makes it fun is if you go out with your friends and you watch football on, on Sundays or Monday night football or Thursday night football um you really watch uh you know your players and you have players for the most part from a bunch of different teams so it's kind of funny because you have um you know your favorite team you know I've got a couple teams that I really like following every year uh that I'm a fan of Sometimes you want those players on your team, but if that doesn't happen and you get, you know, you want the best team, you're choosing the best players. So it may not be from a team that you like, and um, but you end up rooting for them to do well because you want to win that week. Um, so it's kind of funny. It's a little, you know, weird quirk that happens is you end up rooting for, you know, a team that you don't like or a player that you don't like, and you and um, you're rooting for them to do well, or if they're playing against your team that you like. 
and you need them to score points. It's um, stuff like that that happens. Um, so that's what makes it fun. It makes all the games watchable and enjoyable. And so you keep track of your players, but then also you keep track of your opponent's players because you want to make sure that they're not doing well that week. So you end up watching most of the games on Sunday if you can because um, you know each and every play can make a difference. Uh, just to give you an example, um, it was really funny. Last year, uh, I had one game where it was the, the Monday night game and all, I had one player left. I think it was like a running back or something. And um, my opponent, they had their score, and I, I was like down by seven or eight points. And I'm like, oh, I have, I have a shot. I've got my one player, and he's playing tonight on Monday night. And it was like the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter. And um, it came down to the last play of the game. The running back uh, on the last play, uh, they handed the ball off. He ran for a bunch of yards. He got the one point that I needed. I ended up winning by one point on the last play. And uh, so that's how close it was. And, uh, and you know, that was the talk of, uh, of the league that week was that that one game came down to the last play of the last game. And... Um, uh, but that's how close it can be week to week. Uh, and then the year prior, it was really funny because against that same friend of mine, um, the year before, I had I beat him by one point because his quarterback on the last play took a knee and lost yardage enough so that he lost a point, and I ended up winning by one point against him. And um, And so, of course, he's like, I can't believe it, you know, and everybody's like, it just, and then to beat him by one point again the following year was just, um, it's so funny. But I, I, that's happened several times week to week where you win by one point um, or uh, on one play can make a difference and you end up, in the, and then that can affect the seeding and the playoffs and all that. Um, so it makes the games really exciting and really fun to watch. And, um, and you keep it competitive and... You know, you get to trash talk a little bit against your friends and we have a like a discord chat or there's a chat on the ESPN app that we don't really use. But once in a while, somebody will use it and, um, you know, you can propose trades, you can um, you, you can adjust your lineup and um, and see how your friends are doing, see how you're doing. There's like a scoreboard as the games are being played that you can pull up on ESPN and it's like your league scoreboard, and, it, and it's up to date to the minute. Um, so as each play comes in, um, it'll update the points. And um, it's usually done by, um, so for example, if you're, how the points work is touchdowns are six points. Uh, so if your quarterback throws a touchdown or runs for a touchdown, uh, you get six points there. Same thing for a running back or wide receiver. If they run the ball and score, that's six points. If they catch the ball and score, that's six points. Um, and then for running backs and wide receivers, they get one point for every 10 yards. So if your running back has, you know, um, you know, 90 yards rushing on the day at the end of the game, you know, that's nine, that's nine points. And then if they scored a touchdown, that's another six points. And uh, quarterbacks, I, I, I believe it's every 10 yards is one point. It, it may be 
every 20 yards. Um, but the cool thing about, about the ESPN uh, scoring format is it'll show uh, like a projected score. So when you're trying to set your lineup for each week, uh, it'll give you like recommendations or suggestions. Um, so it'll say, okay, this is a really easy matchup for your quarterback this week. Um, you know, he's projected to score 20 points this week. Um, and usually it's pretty close to what happens. Sometimes it's off. Um, you know, you never know what happens, injuries, or um, it could be a tougher game than expected, but um, it kind of just gives you a guide to like, okay, this is kind of what to expect from your players this week. And then you have to keep track of when your players are off. So every... Um, Every player has sort of like an off, um, an off week where your the team doesn't play, so you kind of have to keep track of the schedule and see. Okay, um, my quarterback doesn't play week ten, so that week I'm gonna have to have a backup quarterback. So if I don't already have a second one on my roster, uh, I have to find one. So there's like a list of free agents and and um, players that are available that you can sign to your team. Um, if you don't have an open roster spot, you have to drop somebody. So um, it's a really active, an active game to play. So it's it's definitely not something where you can just like set it and forget it. It's um, that's sort of the fun thing about fantasy football is you have to keep track of so many things, and um, that can be the downside too. Is like people get busy, they have work, they have school, they have family, um, but. Uh, the league that I'm in, people are pretty, pretty good and pretty dedicated about um, wanting to do well. Um, a lot of my friends are really competitive with themselves and with each other, and so that's what makes it fun. Uh, so, like this season, for instance, uh, I noticed that for the most part, everybody drafted really well. Um, the past couple years, people make some weird, weird plays or reaches where. They pick a player because they like them early on, and they may have been, um, they could have been available several picks later, and so you're like, oh, why did they reach for this this guy when um, there was a better player available? So clear, you know, some people want their team full of players that they like with their favorite team, and they don't really care how they do in the league or if they do well. It's just an added bonus because they just want to root for their one team. Um, and that's 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 okay. I mean, everybody plays the way that they want to play. That's what makes it fun. Is you want to have players that you're rooting for that you like. Uh, but for the most part, most people in our league they want to win. They play to win because they want to win the money. They want to be competitive. Um, so I try to do a combination of both. Um, this year I went with like the best players available. I had players that I liked and the teams that I like. Um, you know, I like uh, Cincinnati, I like Kansas City, I like LA, and so if those players are available and their and their best players are available, and for me to draft, um, you know, I I tried to go for them, but I didn't reach for them. I, I really tried to go this year with like who was the best player available and who would give me the best shot at winning. Um, so my team this year, just to sort of run through quickly, uh, quarterback I have Lamar Jackson. My two starting running backs, uh, Joe Mixon with Cincinnati, DeAndre Swift with Detroit. Uh, two wide receivers uh, starting, A.J. Brown with Philadelphia, T. Higgins with Cincinnati. Uh, starting tight end, George Kittle with San Francisco. 
at the flex spot, I have uh, the Washington running back, Antonio Gibson, uh, defense 49ers, and the kicker from the Buffalo Bills, Tyler Bass. Um, so overall, I was really pleased. Um, because I got second place last year, I got the 11th pick, so the second to last pick. So I wasn't really expecting like the top, you know, game-winning or league-winning players. Um, I thought maybe one or two of them, like the really big game changers. You know, um, this year the number one pick was Jonathan Taylor. You had Christian McCaffrey. So those are those are players that do really well consistently. I wasn't expecting them to be available at eleven, but I thought maybe um, some players I had last year that really were really um, great for me. Um, I had Josh Allen last year. I had Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, um, some young rookie wide receivers that people weren't high on, but I knew that they were going to be good. Um, So I thought maybe one of them might fall to me, but um, uh, both Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson were gone by the time I had my pick. Um, So I went with Joe Mixon uh, and then... On my second pick, uh, DeAndre Swift, you know, it's always good to have good running backs because um, they're really the heart and soul of fantasy football. They're consistent, they're reliable, um, at least the really top good running backs. They get a lot of usage, they get a lot of yards. It's, you know, not uncommon for them to have a 100-yard gain and one or multiple touchdowns. Uh, So running backs typically have been a big deal in fantasy football. But as it's become more of a passing league, wide receivers have become important as well. So this year, um, we've done what's called a half PPR, points per reception. Um, So all the years prior, we would do what was called standard. So um, where a wide receiver, you get 10 yards, you get a point, plus whatever touchdowns you get. But now with uh, PPR, points per reception, each reception that a receiver gets um, you get a point in half PPR, you get half a point. So, um, it depends on how, how your league does it. Um, some people like standard, some people like full points per reception. We're kind of experimenting this year with the half, half PPR. Um, a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of my friends this year, I really didn't have an, an opinion about it, but they were saying that they're in multiple leagues and that, uh, it's a wide receiver, you know, passing league now that points per reception, it's becoming more popular and more common. So uh, we voted for half PPR, half points per reception. So um, I'm guessing wide receivers are going to take a little bit more importance in this league this year uh, in the way that we're doing it. We'll see how it shakes out. Um, I feel good about the receivers I have. I don't feel great, but I, I did get a lot of backup wide receivers that could have big years. So um, we'll see how that turns out. Um, but last year, um, <clears throat> usually my strategy uh, last year and in years prior has been to go for really big play players. So players that can be that are really explosive, that can score a touchdown on any play. Uh, my favorites have been like Tyreek Hill, you know, Patrick Mahomes, um, Josh Allen. Um, so every year I, I I like to have, you know, I try to build the best team possible, but I like to have explosive players on really good teams that score a lot of points. You know, Buffalo, Kansas City, Cincinnati, San Diego, L.A., uh, Oakland. 
uh, players that score, uh, players and teams that score a lot of points, I'd gravitate towards that. Um, this year, I went a little bit more balanced, and I wanted like a steady, reliable group of players that um, that consistently have a lot of points, but still can score those big plays. So, um, at quarterback, I kind of wanted Justin Herbert because he did so well last year. They have a lot of weapons in um, the LA Chargers. Um, but somebody picked him up a little bit earlier. And then um, as I was drafting, I was happy with, with like where I was at. And then I thought, you know what? Um, Lamar Jackson's just sitting there. I didn't think he was going to be available with at the spot where I got him. And right behind me was the league champion, going to draft right after me. And so I thought, you know, last year he had a really good quarterback. Um, I had Josh Allen, who was really good, consistent, reliable, scoring a lot of points. And I thought, you know, the advantage of having a really good quarterback, um, one of the top ones, is is worth it, I think. So um, I went with Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens. So, um, you know, he does run a lot. He gets a lot of running yards. And so... Um, that leaves them more susceptible to, to injury, and so you have to sort of weigh the, the risk versus reward. Um, but that's sort of the other factor of fantasy football is you could be having a great season and then like one injury to your top running back or your receiver or your quarterback uh, can totally change your plans. And so that's sort of what makes um, fantasy football such a dynamic thing as well is you really have to stay on top of it and keep track of injuries. And you hope, you know, with a little bit of luck that your team, uh, your starters stay healthy throughout the season. Um, and it, But it's rare for that to happen. You know, football, it's a physical game. There's going to be injuries. There's going to be games where, you, where a player sits out or is not 100% or has an off game. And so um, that's sort of what makes it challenging is it's, it's, um, it's a dynamic sport. Uh, it's a physical sport. Uh, it's an exciting uh, game to watch, and so um, that's what makes fantasy football so challenging: is managing, you know, player movements and trades and injuries and things that happen off the field. You know, um, there's been players that have like legal troubles or get suspended, and um, if you drafted them or if it happens during the season, uh, that can totally derail your plans as well. And so having some really good backups, really good players on the bench um, is a good strategy as well. Um, you know, one thing that happens a lot is um, people will draft the backup to a starter. Um, so like a reliable running back, maybe like a Dalvin Cook, but uh, I think it was his first season or second season, um, he got injured. And so the backup became really important and, um, you know, he got snatched up right away from from the waiver wire. Um, the players that are free agents that aren't on anybody's team, you can draft, you can um, you can pick them up by dropping a player and adding them to your team. And so um, that's another strategy that people use is they'll they'll you know players that are injury prone or have a history of uh, medical or injury issues. Um, I'm thinking of like Christian McCaffrey, who's who's really good when healthy, but um, has been injured several times over the past couple of years, and so. You know, okay, if he gets injured, should I have his backup? Or, um, uh, you know, should I have him on my team now? Or should I wait till something happens? So there's a lot that goes into the strategy of, um, of doing well in fantasy football. 
and and of course um in addition to enjoying the sport there's the little bonus of if you get first second or third uh you get a little bit of prize money um but i think most people when they play at least in our league everybody wants to win first place everybody wants to be uh, league champion and have bragging rights for the year and you get competitive and you know you want to stay consistently um at the top you know um out of let's see out of the past six seasons i've gotten first second or third um five out of those six years there was one year where i got ninth nine out of 12 ninth place out of 12 um but i won 2016 2017 uh was second 2019 2021 and third in 2020 um so i i've tried to be consistent and and, um to do well as best i can you know i am competitive with my friends and so um but yeah this year definitely want to try to get that first place again um so yeah as nfl season is upon us and about to start this thursday I'm really glad it's um, football season is back. It's still a little bit too hot to be um, fall weather, a little bit hotter than my liking. But um, um, yeah, that was just a quick little episode about fantasy football, this tradition that me and my friends have that we've had since 2014. I didn't realize that this is going to be our eighth season, I believe. So um, we've been doing this consistently uh, every year. Um, before NFL season, we'll have our draft. Uh, we'll watch. We'll go watch games at, um, you know, like a bar, or restaurant uh, on Sundays. At least you know a couple times um, during the pandemic. You know, obviously that that didn't happen. But um, uh, last year, I was able to meet up with uh, with my friends for that that first game of the NFL season. Um, so there's a lot of excitement. It's fun. It's um, it's an interesting game to play with friends. And if you haven't had the chance to do it, I definitely recommend if you know a lot of, um, if you have a lot of friends or family members that are football fans, um, you know, def- consider doing it. It's it's fun. Um, a lot of people do uh, have like workplace or school um, uh, leagues that you can, uh, if you can get 10, 12 of your friends together and um, you don't, you don't have to do it for money. Um, you know, we, I think the first couple years we didn't even bet anything. I think it was just for fun. And then we added, you know, $20. Everybody chips in like $20, $25. And then we've sort of steadily increased it um, year over year. So that way at the end of the season, if you win first, second, or third, you get, if not your prize money back, um, you know, you get a little bit of something extra. So it makes winning first place or second place that much sweeter uh, when you do win. Um, but yeah, you know, a lot of people who don't know fantasy football or haven't played it before, they're like, is it really that fun? Is it really that interesting? And is it worth it? And, um, it's, it's definitely a lot of fun if you haven't played before and you have some friends or family that you want to get together. I definitely recommend giving it a shot. Um, it's best to do the draft before the NFL season starts. So I think there was one year where for some reason we couldn't do the draft until after week one so that kind of made things a little bit interesting because you know you see how they you see how players played week one and it's like did they meet expectations and that can affect the draft um so that wasn't a great year um 
because you want you definitely want to do the draft before the NFL season starts because uh, it can affect how things play out and how you select your your team and the players for your team. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely recommend if you haven't played before, uh, give it a try. It makes the NFL season that much more interesting and exciting to watch. Um, and if not, you know, um, I'm just a football fan in general. I love the NFL. I love college football. Um, I can watch any game at any time and, and enjoy it. Um, even if like my teams, the teams that I like aren't playing, um, you know, fantasy football sort of makes it more watchable where every game can be exciting. Every play can make a difference. So, um, that was our quick fantasy football, uh, episode here. Uh, I hope you're having a great Labor Day weekend. And, um, as the NFL season starts, if you're a football fan, uh, I hope that you enjoy, uh, the games, the slated games that are set to play on Thursday, Sunday, and Monday night. And, um, hopefully this weather cools down a bit so we can have, um, some fall football weather to make it seem more like, um, like football season. Uh, so thank you so much for listening. I uh, hope you have a great weekend and thanks so much and we'll see you next time.